Hey, Sam Atherton. Hey, Andrew Street. Sam. Yes. Cassidy's away. Mm. When the Cassidy's away, the boys must play. Now, it's kind of funny that our Cassidy is not around. You're saying not around. around. No, they're not around. She's not around. No. Every Cassidy in the world is gone. (laughs) That's not the direction I was thinking you were going to go with there, but... I, what, what direction were you going with? I'm watching well, your dog. Yeah, your Cassidy is away too. But it sounded Remember, like you were going to say that she was there. No, I, I I get that, but I'm I'm at her house. Remember that game, Emily is away. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was like a Vita game or something, right? I think so. You still play your? You boot your Vita up? Oh, I sold it, hundred bucks. Wow. You want my 3ds? It's the Mario 25th edition. No, it's the. Oh, That's how you guys start every podcast. Yeah. Well, usually it's a little bit more adventurous, but you know, there's nothing to talk about this week. No, this is good. This yeah. is good. Nothing, nothing happened this week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gone Gold, the goldest video game podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Andrew Street. Sam Atherton also here with us tonight. Uh, hello. I pre-apologize for any dog noises. You better be fucking sorry. Sam bought a dog. Robert Mecky also here. Hello. I'm here. I pre-apologize for making anybody cry tonight. Oh, you're going to cry. <laughs> no, Elmer's not here, so... Uh, and like I said, Cassidy's not here. Elmer's not here. So we had to assemble the boys. We had to put the gone gold signal out there and call upon them. Dan Leo is here with us tonight. It's me. I'm sorry for interrupting. Uh, and yeah, I also don't want to make anyone cry. Who's the, so if this is Batman Inc., who are, who are we all? Aquaman. That's, I don't know if that's Batman Inc., I thought it was yeah, Justice League. The question is, who's Batwing? I don't know, who I'm gets George to be Clooney? <laughs> no, Robert's the jo- what, who played the Joker in the George Clooney one. <laughs> who played the Joker? I don't Joker think there was a Joker. There was no George Joker Clooney in that one. one. Yeah, so, uh, I'm exposing my Batman. Uh, Jim Carrey. Lack of Batman knowledge. God, for shame. Robert's the fucking Joker of all everything, though. <laughs> yeah. Of this show, he the lives only- in a society for sure. I'm the only fucking the Joker, the only <laughs> video game podcast with a fucking villain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tagline. Whatever you guys are using now, use that. <laughs> I think Robert has used it, or somebody used it <laughs> to promote it on uh, Twitter. I fucking I own I own that shit. I own my mm-hmm. position in this podcast. That's a Viewing Angels uh, property. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also here with us tonight. Get ready for me to butcher his last name. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew you were delaying it because you were I was trying to put it off as long as possible. You just spelled it phonetically. <clears throat> Josh. Monsalva. Josh M. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Welcome. How you boys doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. You ready to uh, talk video games? Oh, I'm There's soft. been no news. Oh, yeah. There's been no news this week. What's going on? Yeah, nothing really important about? happened. All that matters is the Xbox pre-orders are available next week. That's the only news that came out this week. They'll yeah, probably be available see? the week after, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, did you see that there have been more PlayStation pre-orders than Xbox pre-orders? How does that make you feel? Yeah, that was pretty wild. Honestly, I didn't expect it, you know? I really hate that Xbox is going the boring route and like telling everyone when the pre-orders are going to be available <laughs> instead of having a fucking yeah. Black Friday mad dash to get your pre-order in. 
Yeah, I like when the company says we're going to give you ample time and then they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's fucking more twist. Fun, it's, it's more fun when they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And mm-hmm. especially when they make fake websites to sign up for like notifications on a pre-order. It wasn't Sony is enough. the Charlie Day of video game companies. Just constant chaos. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it has to be. 2020. Yeah. Wild card it, bitches. Pepe Silvia five. Here we yeah. come. <laughs> Boys, the PlayStation pod, or not the PlayStation podcast, the PlayStation fucking conference. (laughs) You finally admit it. PlayStation, the official podcast. Not even trying to hide it anymore. The PlayStation conference happened yesterday. Two months, less than two months before fucking launch. They finally gave us a price. They showed us the games. I want to talk about it. I want to give Robert the benefit of the doubt. And I want to hear his thoughts on it before we go into it. And rail on it, or we praise it, and he <laughs> rails on it uh, before we rail on Xbox. Dude, uh, it, I mean, it was fine. It was cool. Like, uh, I, you know, if it didn't have Demon Souls, I wouldn't have pre-ordered one. But Demon Souls looks hype as fuck, so I have my pre-order all set, ready to go. Um, I'm in there. So v- um, video games have finally reached like the movie part uh, like of remaking old stuff with just better like new. I mean, I guess it's like less so because it's they say remake, but it's mostly like it's the same game, but it's just updated like textures and, and all that. Yeah, like, they well, remade they, they, it, but it's the same game. Correct. They made some quality of life adjustments, I'm pretty sure, too, for this game. And like like Blue Point, I, I trust a lot because they did um, the. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake, which yeah. is one of the best remakes of all time. It, it runs so smoothly. They updated the controls, so it's not as aggravating to play anymore. It looks fucking gorgeous. Um, yeah, I'm super hyped to see what Bluepoint has in store for uh, for Demon Souls. Um, and I'm, ho- I'm, you know, fingers crossed that this leads them to maybe Bluepoint will just make Bloodborne 2 since FromSoft apparently won't do it. Um, yeah, we'll see. It is kind of so- crazy that this game might look better than... Elden Ring. Like yeah. we, I think like there's a good chance of that because Blue Point's really good at this kind of stuff. Yeah, and like I, from, here's the thing I'm excited about Elden Ring though is like Blue Point they did a great job with this. Well, I'm assuming they did a great job with this because they have a great track record. But this isn't a game they designed. Yeah, you know, like Elden Ring is gonna be Miyazaki again, uh, giving us that 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 weird shit that will be remastered in another ten years. <laughs> But so do you ever, think that they do you think that they could make their own game? Like, could they make Bloodborne 2? Uh, I don't know. I would hope so. Like, I would love to see them try. Maybe not with a franchise <laughs> like Bloodborne, because Bloodborne is fucking amazing and a super high bar to clear. Yeah. Um, and the last original game they made was PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Oh, then they got it in the bag. Masterpiece, yeah. Yeah. Well, just make Battle Royale 2. Honestly, just do it. Like <laughs> Just go all in on it. Put Big Daddy back in there, the PlayStation mascots. <laughs> God. Uh, I do think it is. Kind of, isn't it kind of weird that uh, like Miyazaki's like one of the few like auteurs of the fucking video game industry, if you want to call him that. And Blue yeah. Point's he's like not making... related to Hayo, right? Like he's just his own Miyazaki. Is Miyazaki like Smith in Japan? Sam, you uh, spent some time in Japan. As it turns out, Suzuki is the most common last name in Japan. Is that um, a bit? Is that a bit or is that no, real? It's I swear to God. Um, That's really interesting. It's like Smith um, and Wesson. Like do you want, for yeah. Dan? Do you want the history? 
Yeah. Yes, so I do. I love the 18, Japanese history. <laughs> in the uh, in the 1800s, people weren't allowed to have last names unless they were samurai. Uh, and That's then badass. Up until then, then they like got these like common like basic ass names, and Suzuki was one of them. <laughs> and so all what the people it who were, uh, it's something to do with like forest. Oh. oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. The fucking they're, cool. they're the fucking wood. What are the the woodlings? What are the from Game of Thrones? Those fucking forest children. Oh, the children of the forest. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even less creative children of the forest. Uh, so no, I do not think that they are related. Inter- okay. Yeah, I just think it's like it's kind of interesting that they would uh, make changes to the game. Like, I don't know. I feel like Demon Souls, Dark Souls, like those games are very regarded for the things that they do so to make yeah. changes to them i'll be interested to see how people are like kind of jive with them did you guys ever play armored core no no because that's no. miyazaki was a director on those as well mm-hmm. or at least armored core 4 yeah. and armored core 4 answer which is funny um, but those those weren't <laughs> souls like um so I, I don't know if they're any good uh but Apparently i would not i, <laughs> no, I, I want people, armored people core like those, to right? be revived I feel like when uh, they teased Sekiro, it was like, is this Armored Core? Like, I feel like no, when they teased this- Sekiro, I, I thought it was Bloodborne 2 because they, they just had the, like like three second teaser at the Game Awards. Oh, but wait, wait what was the uh, they worked on another kind of like Ninja Ninja Gaiden, right? N- no, 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 no. Tenchu. Uh, Tenchu. Oh, yeah, they did Tenchu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of crazy that they've had like such a, I don't know, colored history of uh playstation games yeah they they founded this formula i mean they're kind of super happy with it give me yeah, the they, fucking... they carved out a niche i think Dude, Rob, give me give me, give me armored core uh souls like so That'd just like what they did with uh like samurai but it's big fucking robots big robots Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A Pacific Rim game, but it's armored armored core. I don't, yes. What is armored core? Like I don't even. Isn't it is a, a mecha game? It's a mecha it's game. A mech. Yeah. Are there any good? Well, I guess. Um, what was, what's that game that you like, Rob? Where you can wall run and there's max... oh, flight simulator. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Titanfall. I love I love flight simulator. Uh, yeah. Titanfall. Titanfall. Yes. Mm-hmm. It seems yeah. like that they would be a good fit if they weren't busy making kajillions of dollars off a free to play game. True. Uh, so they they kind of opened the show with I think the game that was you know most rumored going into it. I feel like this game the week before I saw people like they're gonna announce this Final Fantasy fifteen or sixteen uh, is a console exclusive to PS five. Timed console exclusive. Uh, timed. So according to GameRant dot com, yeah. <laughs> it is a timed console exclusive. I mean, that's a safe bet. Like, we know Final Fantasy is not going to just stay on fucking PlayStation. Like, it's going to go to PC. It's going to go to Xbox. Like, but they still have that relationship. They still get them. Like, first up, this is going back to the fantasy style of Final Fantasy, which is like probably a first in years. I don't even remember the last. Is it that much more fantasy than like Final Fantasy 15? Dude, they drive a fucking car in 15. Yeah, my fantasy. Fucking mustangs. Yeah, the car Bad also flies. The car flies, and they have chocobos, and they like summon I, ancient titans to fight for them. But this like, is like magic and high nice. fantasy. Yeah, this is like this looked like who, The Witcher uh, to me. Yeah, who here likes Final Fantasy games? I'm playing Final Fantasy VI right now. That's pretty. But good. do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, this is my experience with every Final Fantasy game. I buy it, and I'm like, this is gonna be good. 
and then I play two hours and I'm like, fuck this game. It's stupid. And then I never play it again. I've never played one. But have you, so you're not missing much. <laughs> Josh, Dan, have you guys played Kingdom Hearts? Oh, no. I played no, one. Don't, yeah. Don't. <laughs> See, now this oh, is, I wish El- I wish Elmer was here. No. So Kingdom Hearts, much better than Final Fantasy and the real Jesus games Christ, you be playing. Stop stop uh, well see so this combat system that they're using in final fantasy 16 my largest exposure to an rpg like that is very obscure it's star ocean 3 till the the end of time wow um <laughs> i know right what? <laughs> yeah okay. log out of my napster and you'll see more information <laughs> but it seems like they're like these little battlefields and then you're kind of a character within that and you're doing some more dynamic fighting rather than just turn-based or like rechargeable, you know, I don't know how else they've been doing it, but so is it like an action RPG? Is it, yeah. di- it's different than the Final Fantasy 15 combat system? I don't know. I've never played it. I think it's going to be like Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. So which, so it's going to be like Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is better mm. than Final Fantasy 15. The combat. It's the same fucking no, combat system. No, it's not. <laughs> it is the same. It's not. It's oh my. similar. It's not. Don't even do this. Andy, thing. don't kid it's yourself. Not. It's not the yeah. same. I didn't like the combat Come on. in Final Come Fantasy on, Andy. 15. Don't do this. <laughs> you tell me like you didn't. You didn't even beat Kingdom Hearts three. Like I don't I'm know why you're it. standing it so hard. It. Like I'm getting to it. Uh huh. It's you don't like fighting. Log. You don't like uh, fighting with Mike Wazowski. <laughs> I wish they put Chicken Little back in the game. Like give me that Zach Braff uh, voice acting. Yeah. Uh, this game people are hyped about it. I feel like uh, smart way to open the show. I'm not too interested, but now you know. yeah. I the thing that they say do you think they opened with this because right after it they were like all other titles are shown on the PlayStation 5. Well, I if, think it's funny they they prefaced this with like it's running on PC. Like Is that what yeah. is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, emulating a PlayStation whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, and so they turned the settings down to high instead of extreme. Like that's uh, what I that see. means. <laughs> yeah, it probably has something to do with the fact that this game's like uh supposedly been in development for a while now but still probably three years out if i had i mean it's it's been fucking what five years since final fantasy 15 that was yeah but how many years was it from 14 to 15 no that was that was like 2015 i thought Mm, i don't think so what's the wasn't there a uh it was originally called Final Fantasy 13 versus mm-hmm. and it went yep. through like a bunch of different versions of that. Which one was that like 15 or was that like four? Which one was the online one? 14, 14, 14. Yeah. So is there like a 14 X or something with that was this like the 13 versus? No. So I think it's just 13 versus is 15. Oh, <laughs> they okay. just, duh, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I, I mean, do not understand this, Dan. Yeah, like, <laughs> And you're right. I'm the idiot. <laughs> they <laughs> fucking the dumbasses who made this shit. <laughs> they announced this fucking game what 12 years ago, 13 years ago, like right when the PS3 came out. Yeah, yep. and 2006 is a is a spinoff. Yep. So these games, I mean, it took Kingdom Hearts what fucking almost two decades to come out with the third game. Like, yeah, that and Duke Nukem. Kind of the most hilarious thing though. Like, I would love. It's kind of like I, I would love if fucking sony just came out like a week before the release and was like oh yeah spider-man miles morales you remember that game now it's just spider-man 2 like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) honestly they would it would be better like for them pr wise 
because people would be like, oh, this is kind of a small game. It'd be like, it is a new game. We're calling it a new game. Yeah. At least with like the Final Fantasy stuff, though, they are different games. They're not connected unless it has a two at the end. So 13 and 13, two are yeah. direct sequels 12 to each and other. 12, two. Or 10? 10 yeah, two. didn't they have they had 10, ten two? Didn't ten they two. have didn't they have multiple tens? I know they had multiple thirteens, because they had like they had ten. like lightning's return and thirteen two and Yeah. So but ten and ten two, those are direct sequels. But for yeah. like unlike the even worse naming conventions of Kingdom Hearts, where you have one, two, and three chain of memories, birth three, by sleep, five three over two, yeah, yeah. 2.8 remix, like, <laughs> and those are all connected. Eight. That fucking killed. They me. all run into yeah. each other. Do, do numbers exist? Like, it's so weird <laughs> that in they got the PlayStation, which is like one, two, three, four, five, easy, and then all these other like Japanese games are like, or you've got Xbox, which can't name fucking anything for shit. They and got one have, good name. And then they just didn't know where to go from there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They should have just kept with like 720. Just keep up in it. Um, yeah. Or just, just like the, whatever frame. We, we get it. But then <laughs> the Final Fantasy, which I feel like Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, all these things that seem pretty Japanese to me. I don't know how to name anything. Like It's very strange. Just imagine if you watched anime. It'd be even worse. Oh, yeah. I Xbox Shippuden, yeah. <laughs> fucking Xbox Tokyo, Shippuden, yeah. Tokyo Ghoul Two, Square Root of A, and that's I'm not even kidding. That's a yeah. real anime title. Yakuza Zero, whatever. The, yeah, hey, don't, don't talk shit on Yakuza. Yakuza yeah. is like sequentially named. Yeah, Yakuza is like it? a dragon. Well, <laughs> spinoff, but we had Yakuza Zero through Six. So yeah. So this the purpose of the Final Fantasy, I think, announcement at the very beginning is like, hey, by the way, here's one of our longstanding relationships, Square Enix. And it's a, one of the longstanding, like up to a certain point, PlayStation exclusive uh, series. And we're returning it to exclusive, but not really. So it's like a good thing for them to open with, I feel like. Yeah, I think so, too. Especially because, yeah. like, I think recently, I mean, Yakuza is a PlayStation series, notoriously. I mean, Yakuza probably yeah. wouldn't even exist in the West. Not if, anymore. And that's what I was going to say. It's like they, I mean, it had no existence in the West before PlayStation, like, localized it for them. And now it's an Xbox thing. So, like, I think yeah. they they know they need to be like, you remember these Japanese games? We uh, Yeah, they're, we they're getting them. nervous because they're like, oh, shit, Xbox is actually upping its game. Like, yeah. Phil Spencer's not Don Matrick. Yep. Yeah, and then I do. And isn't Yakuza on Game Pass too? Yep, like most of them. Yep, yeah. Uh, I think Yakuza, all the remastered ones. So Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Zero, uh, and then Yakuza Kiwami Two are on Game Pass. And then the new Yakuza coming out in November is exclusive to Xbox on Game Pass. What's that one called? Uh, like a Dragon. Oh yeah. So these names also don't make sense. Uh, yeah, this is the first. Yeah, they got Kiwami Two, Kiwami Two Zero. It's all the same. Yeah. It's Sam, all bullshit. Sam, what does Kiwami mean in Japanese? extreme exactly that's awesome it's just a it's just a remake of one and two like kiwami one and two are just remakes of yakuza one and two because i think yakuza one came out in like 2005 or something mm-hmm. are they more extreme i'm sure oh, yeah yeah because i don't know that you really want to go back and play the original yakuza's like they i think kind of aged a yeah. little even the Plus, remakes if, you, are if, if all you have is a ps5 you can't go back and go play the original yakuza's Yes, you can. Aren't they no, on it's PlayStation not, it's Two? Not, it's not backwards compatible. Yes, they are. They said ninety-nine no, percent. 
Oh, you mean the PS4 game? You mean the originals? Yeah. Oh my god, just get out of here. Spider-Man Miles Morales. (laughs) That's what they went into next. What? 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 God. This looks. This game looks really good. I think the the I think it was Alex Alex Van Aken tweeted about the the battle music being like a little hip hoppy and stuff, and that shit sounds awesome. A little a little urban, a little hip with the youth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I thought it looked good. The The storyline se- seemed interesting with like the Tinker uh, versus like Roxxon. Eh, I, I have high hopes for this. Fucking spider cops, man. If it's going to be it's like fair. the the other Spider-Man uh, that Insomniac did, it should be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping my hope with this game is that because it's like, you know, like a, a, a smaller thing, they can get rid of all the bullshit that I think bogged down the first Spider-Man game. Like the MJ missions, the MJ missions and the Miles missions. But Miles has spider powers now. So here, here's the thing. Why watch them fucking make like Peter Parker missions where he doesn't use his powers at all. It's just like him walking around a college campus or something like <laughs> Doing physics tests. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, this is Calc. <laughs> this game sucks. Yeah. You play you play missions as Miles' mom, like on the campaign trail. Like <laughs> they uh they didn't say it in the uh the actual press conference, but I did think they confirmed it before. This is a launch title. And it's also coming to PS4. Which I thought was kind of surprising. I wasn't anticipating this to come to ps4 yeah uh, i kind of figured it it had to though because like they know they're not gonna like it's a big franchise it's a fucking i bet you marvel probably mandated it um because it's like this is a big license and they're only gonna sell so many ps5s at launch and through the holidays you know yeah i just I feel think like that's funny. what this is mostly about yeah yeah it also like it's like like this feels like it was just spawned from like the tech demo they made with the the Spider-Man upgrade for the PS5. And it's like, yeah, of course they can port it to PS4. Like it looks pretty similar to the the PS4 version. Like it looks good. It I'm excited to see this game running in hopefully 60 frames 4K. Um I don't know what the performance numbers actually will look like, but mm-hmm. it can do it on the PS4 as well. Like the the original Spider-Man still looks stunning. Yeah. yeah. So, also, Robbie, do you think are you going to get this? Uh, Miles Morales. Yeah, probably. Because because okay, let's let's see. So, Robbie, you you pre-ordered one. Yeah. And Josh, you pre-ordered one. <clears throat> I did. Dan, I'm gonna guess. I did I don't not. Know. No. And Andy, did you I get did one? Not. No. Yeah. So, Josh, are you gonna? You think you'll pick this one up? Yeah, I'll probably be picking up the. Uh, the edition that comes with the remastered Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because I, I didn't have a PS4. Yeah. So Spider-Man, PS4, one of the games of the generation, I think. Um. So. Yeah. You're, you're in good hands with that. Yeah. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, so I've been, I've been wanting to play it for a while. So it's pretty cool that I'll be able to play them both back to back. That is pretty cool, like all in one package. If you haven't played it before, just kind of run through them. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised too if they came out and said that like this started as a a kind of like uncharted lost legacy on PS4. Like it was going to be like a standalone DLC there and then they're like let's yeah. 
let's up the ante, put it on PS5 too. So yeah, I can see that. Uh, the next, like, I can't believe the next game when it actually <laughs> popped up. I was like, yikes! They waited so long to announce this. It leaked what two or three years ago. It finally comes out, probably at the worst time that it ever could have. The Harry Potter yeah. RPG. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess let's caveat that we all know that J.K. Rowling is like kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, um, and whatever. But a lot of other people worked on on this stuff, and that had, they have no stake in that. Yeah, uh, they're getting paid to do it, and they probably really like Harry Potter. I think you can divorce the uh, the stuff from the stuff. Yeah, it's, it's just been really of- interesting seeing the the kind of discourse on this on on Twitter. <laughs> it's like you have the like the super pro LGBTQ people who are like, don't ever fucking play this game, and then you have the also the super LGBTQ pro people who are like, J.K. Rowling is one person. Like other people who are, you know, in that community worked on this game, so you have to support them. So it's like who who do you side with? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. nobody's talking about like um, what's the uh, Lovecraftian game. Call of Cthulhu, mm-hmm. but not like no one's really talking about. Oh, you know, Lovecraft was a racist. Like, yeah, we we know. Uh, it's it's not like a huge. I, I th- this is a new. It's new because J.K. Rowling. All this shit is happening like right in real time. So we're like, oh man, is this this supporting? But I think most fans of any kind of art are kind of used to <laughs> the creators being pretty shitty. So we're all kind of adapted to it. Yeah, by now. And it is a huge bummer that, like, you know, she's being a gigantic piece of shit. And here's these people that, like, probably love Harry Potter, poured a lot of fucking time, fucking research. It's like everything into this game to make, like, I mean, basically the first Harry Potter game we've seen ever of this scale. And, like, what was supposed to be, like, a hype announcement now has, like, all this shit around it. You know, I wonder, this this isn't going to be... Um exclusive right to ps5 i don't think so i don't, I don't think, so. think so i i wonder if they well i'm yeah if they because the, this would have been an interesting like first game to show um like because it, it's almost like why hasn't this game come out like harry potter is such a rich universe i almost view it in a similar way to lord of the rings i obviously lord of the rings has so much more lore behind it but i think that harry potter has got such a huge fan base um that it's it's weird that there's not been any kind of play on the the universe especially from the video game sense and not even really a good video game like when was the last time you guys played a harry potter game i think mine was like chamber of secrets or something on the ps2 yeah what was the first one i had the one on playstation sorcerer uh, yeah the sorcerer's ps1 Stone. Oh, hell yeah Hell yeah, yeah. What a dog shit game. <laughs> it's like a... You can't uh, forget the, the Lego clock. ones also. The first one. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, pretty busted it's similar. one. But... I remember I had it for... I had the PlayStation 2, and you could play PlayStation 1 games on PlayStation 2, but I we couldn't figure out how to save it. Like, you needed a special <laughs> memory card or something. So I had Tomorrow Never Dies and oh, yeah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And I beat Tomorrow Never Dies uh, once in an entire day, like one play session, because you couldn't save. And then I never beat Sorcerer's Stone in one day. It was too hard. No, there was like Quidditch levels in that that I yeah, there were fucking nightmares about. <laughs> Did you guys play the uh, the mobile Harry Potter game? 
That's kind of like Pokemon Go. Oh, no, I no, forgot I about that. Yeah. Did you? I, I played it for like a solid week. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Uh, Yeah, I've I've read half the books mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy the movies. My wife's a huge fan, so I, it's it's something that's in this household every now and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like, fair. It is. I think it's cool. I haven't I've only seen I've seen most of the movies and read some of the books like it is a cool thing like it is i think i think like dan said like kind of ripe for a pretty yeah. dope video game and they did a good job establishing the universe in those later like harry potter is one of those unique properties where you have the source material and the adaptations kind of coming out concurrently so like the i think the the movie started in 2000 or 2001 uh and a few of the books had already been been written so like i think deathly hallows came out like maybe a couple only a couple years before the movies came out so you have like the movies kind of building more interest and dragging people in and then like the like the books keep coming out so the book sale comes out and everyone wants to see the next movie and it just keeps trading back and forth like an entire uh i mean game of thrones is kind of like this before it a shit the bed and the books never come out and those books are never going to come out uh fight me on it um, yeah, he's working on elden ring give him a break yeah <laughs> yeah dude's got a lot of other s- stuff to do uh, he's not finishing those books anytime <laughs> the ship has sailed but this is such an interesting franchise um and now it's obviously getting a little wonkier with the fantastic beasts and where to find them franchise which is way undercooked and too long there's be like five movies but i think the video game could be a good way to kind of bring people back in to the mythology and get people interested in the world again yeah and it it is kind of interesting i don't know if we knew this from like the leaks or whatever but the game like takes place what in like the 1800s or something yeah so So why didn't the wizards help stop slavery (laughs) they were in (laughs) that will not be addressed it's just like the twilight (laughs) no way (laughs) yeah i will you know i'll not i wasn't gonna bring it up but in fantastic beasts where to find them too they allude to the wizards know that the Holocaust is going to happen and they let it. Oh, happen. yeah. Dude, oh. Johnny Depp vapes the Holocaust. Yeah. And then shows what? all these wizards what's going to happen. And he's like, this is why Jesus. this is why the wizards need to, like, rule everything. Yeah. Because we'll do our own version of the Holocaust. Exactly. Like, it's insane. Yeah. He's like, look but, at this. Like, it shouldn't be the Germans doing this. It should be the wizards yeah. doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, the Germans doing it to other, like. <laughs> Muggles? Nah, we gotta do it to, to all muggles. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't Snape stop 9-11, man? Yeah. Didn't, no, okay, here's the thing. Those books took place in like the early 90s. This was pre-9-11, baby. Yeah, I think it ends in like the like the late 90s, early 2000s. Like the entire series. Yeah. And yeah, is Snape still alive? He could, you know, for all you know. I, I don't know, she wrote, a, she wrote a sequel, man. Harry Potter was alive well into the 2020s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he saw a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of seeing a lot of shit, they went from Harry Potter yeah. into fucking Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. <laughs> the natural transition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I barely, I wasn't really, Lops. I didn't pay too much attention to this. Uh, I saw there was like a little RC car. It looks fine. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It looked like kind of a playable movie, which is what they're trying to do. Yep. Like it looked like every other. There was some cool, uh, like sniper, or uh, like uh, mechanics, like the game sniper, um, where the you follow the bullet 
and I couldn't tell if it was a cinematic or if that'll be something it's, like that'll uh, be more like assassination mission, missions in this shit. It's probably like a cinematic. I hope there's assassination mission. Like the fucking like Black Ops Cold War, you feel like it should be only about like it shouldn't even be a Call of Duty game. It should be a fucking Hitman style. Like a Hitman. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're doing like Reagan's assassinations, you got to be sneaky about that shit. Oh, I would love a Hitman, but it's like <laughs> he works for the CIA and you like kill fidel take castro and shit oh yeah didn't didn't you do that in one of the call of duty games kill castro it was somebody or maybe i think you you, you kill the bad guy who looks uh, like castro nor Mm -hmm. no it's no yeah it's yeah that happens and you kill manuel noriega which is nicaragua i believe yeah so you got your wish (laughs) <laughs> Didn't they? But, what was the recent one that like turned a U.S. war crime and said it was the Russians who did it? Like, oh yeah, the oh, wow. uh, the the fucking bombing of that street in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was These games are weird. Uh, the Ruskies. God, what was was that Modern Warfare? That like the Modern Warfare remake? Uh, maybe that's the most recent one. I think so that's the only one that would make sense. Call of Duty: Modern War Crimes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I feel like these, yeah. these games are kind of ripe for fucking a little bit of Duncan on when they do shit like that. And they got fucking it, Reagan I think, out here. Yeah. Yeah. Reagan's I, I, your I, boss. Like, <laughs> And I'm sure this is like, you know, kind of been going on throughout the series. But I, I, I don't know if it's just like the current political climate where like he stuffed a grenade in that guy's shirt and then pushed him. I was like, ooh, it, can, can they do that? And I mean, like, I guess like if you're someone who's like, oh, fuck, yeah, man, that's awesome. I threw a grenade to some guy's shirt. Like, that's cool. But I was like, oh, this is a little. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's here's fine because, again, like maybe I'm just too trusting. Uh, honestly, I think I am too trusting of just adults <laughs> in this world to be able to separate, you know, fiction from reality. But it's like, yeah, you should be able to draw a line between the media you're consuming and something being like hilarious and cool and then someone doing it in the real world and be like oh hey that's a fucking war crime like (laughs) yeah but i get you know a lot of people can't do that so it's it's hard it's the age-old question uh, of can you make an anti-war film this is the the viewing angles coming in uh because like film inherently if you're filming something it inherently glorifies it Mm -hmm. can you make an anti-war video game uh Spec Ops Who the knows? Line. So yeah, Spec Ops the line, a game yeah, that well, very so few people the, play. The only thing, the problem with any of this, like all this, like, I don't know, subversive media, like whether it's a film or a video game is like the people that the message is going to be communicated to aren't the people that it's trying to communicate the message to anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's Here's fair. a real question for this game. Uh does Reagan have Alzheimer's at the time of the game? That's a plot point. Now we have to undo yeah, a mess yeah. that he made. <laughs> right. Where he, he like Reagan tells you to do something that's like mess. really weird. And you're like, are you sure you're missed? Like you're not mixing up the names of the guys. And it's like, I did what I, I, I said, what yeah. I said. You're like, all right, here we go. Then you go kill the president of Iceland. For right. <laughs> <laughs> this seems kind of weird guys, but here we go. Yikes. Uh, so after Call of Duty, they kind of rolled into Resident Evil. I don't know. Is it Resident Evil Village? Is it Village Resident Evil? Or is it just Resident Evil 8? I'm not too clear. It's re- Resident Evil 8-age. Mm-hmm. They're really stretching on these, the logos here too. They love I, it. They it, love it, it so much. It, it was clever in 7. They're so proud of it. 
They love that. Uh, they, didn't, yeah. didn't they do it in seven with the Z? Because seven was called just Biohazard, right? So it was. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, thought, because the the cool. original Resident Evils were called Biohazard in yep. Japan. Yeah, yeah, because I they don't have a name thing. Form. We've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> but this, yeah, I don't a, know. These logos stressing me out. This trailer didn't really tell us anything about the game, other than it seems to be in the similar vein of uh, of the last one, where it's like first person. Yeah, um, I kind of like these these two concurrent lines that Resident Evil has of like the reboots that it looked super slick and polished and they fixed, they just made it very, they made the old classics actually playable. Cause I don't know if you guys have tried to go back and play those original resident evils, but it's so shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, the controls in the camera, it's just not, not fun. Um, so it, like they have the old reboots that's the old style and these new first person versions, which are interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like this game is going to be heavily, you know, a, a heavy continuation of seven, which means like I need to go. I need to go play seven. Seven is really good. Honestly, like really fucking <sighs> good. It's good. on Xbox Games. Pa- it, it, Xbox it is Game on Pass. Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> oh, I got and wanted to say games. Be on the PS collection. Yeah. Is it going to oh, be on the PS collection, though? Yeah. Is it going to huh. be on the PS Suck collection it, on Robert. PC? Just stop, Rob. <laughs> uh, oh my god! <laughs> Just let it go. Yeah. Get the, so get Sony the should come out with its own operating system. The Sony. What was their uh, laptops? The VIOS. Oh, the VIOS. <laughs> Bring them back, dude. That's all James Bond used. <laughs> he was a VIO boy. <laughs> god, that's like those old times when the Bond watch was like a Casio, and you're like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. This is stupid. <laughs> I do have to say though, and and Final Fantasy Seven or not Final Fantasy Seven, but uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen, and then Resident Evil, like they really went hard on third parties here. Like, yeah, I feel like I think that's just the nature of games now. Like, yeah. you know, they haven't risen in price. We haven't talked about that yet, but um, it's it's doesn't make any like it makes so much less sense to make a lot of first party games than it does to make it like broad like cross-platform you get the most like bang bang for your buck money wise and you can still kind of keep the price down that's why i feel like the first party games are going to end up costing more yeah because they have to and that's a good point i i just think it's like interesting that sony leans so hard on their first parties that's like a reason you buy a playstation is for them it's like the only reason you buy a playstation just stop just stop uh and in the lead up to it they kind of went a little light on it like we see spider-man we see uh demon souls which is technically a first party because they own it and then we see god of war which we'll talk about later but not that there's much to say about it yeah uh but they did go kind of light like i feel like they own a lot of studios that we don't really know what they're working on just yet yeah what else could they be who is unaccounted for it's naughty dog um kojima yeah kojima well so kojima's not even no their kojima studio. does yeah they don't oh, yeah. they don't own kojima Ko- kojima cannot be owned <laughs> not anymore. they tried and then konami happened they, they, fucking, they tried and then fucking Ko- yeah kojima was like now nah, fuck off like i'm putting the shit on yeah, pc I'll, he's he's cashing monster <laughs> I'm making a game shit, the Jim Ryan, like you can't control me 
Uh, what are their other first party studios? Uh, Naughty Dog, Insomniac, which is Spider Man, yeah, Santa Monica. We haven't uh, heard what Sucker Punch is doing because I know they just did Ghost. They ooh. just released, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Naughty Dog, they just did Last of Us. Sucker Punch, also they just did Ghost. So those two, I guess, are out. Santa Monica, we saw God of War. San Diego, they haven't shown the new MLB yet. Is that, is that all San Diego does? That's all. Well, they made uh, yeah. guns up and wow. some of the. Remember when they were doing those free to play MOBA games? Beginning of the generation. Mm-hmm. Wow. We don't know what Ben's working on. Uh, I hope not. Days to. Gone too. Jesus fucking Christ. Insomniac's doing Spider Man. Uh, San Mate- Mateo Studio. I don't even know what they do. <laughs> so yeah, I guess actually maybe we are accounting for most things we we it's kind of weird that this hit because how many years since the the playstation 4 came out like seven yeah yeah just about seven that sounded about right yep. uh so this is like the earliest that any cycle has ended so far and i wonder if when they kind of set their development schedule early on in the in the in the, in the console cycle that because how long you know they've been working on last of us 2 for quite a few years um and they're just like, we weren't like, it takes too much time for us to redirect. Like, when do you think they got the SDKs for these? Um, I, I think they, they uh, got for them, these new they got them last year. Um, yeah, if anything, so I, think it, I think it's more of the I'm sure the pandemic impacted a lot of timelines for every studio involved. Um, but I think yeah. the yeah. generation like the previous generation was seven years, too. I think like 2006 to 2013. Mm-hmm. I also think like, uh, you know. It is a difficult thing to balance because we want to launch these titles at the end of the lifespan of PS4 that we've been working on for fucking years. Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima. And then those studios are obviously not going to be ready to launch, you know, a new game on a new console. So it's like no matter how you line it up, it's kind of you're either like shorting your the end of your previous console or kind of, you know, front loading the, the new one. Yeah. So they also have uh, London Studios. We don't know what they're doing. They work on like VR stuff. Media Molecule, yeah. I guess, is just doing dreams. Are they uh, still? Are they still? Did, did that game ever come yeah, out? Did dream? Yeah. Did dreams come out? Is did it yeah. sell? Like <laughs> they just put the VR update in it not too long ago. Hmm. See, I'll I'll What's... care more about uh, Sony when they announce whatever the PSVR two is. That's what I'm pretty excited for and I'm, I'm pretty sure the psvr one sold well enough to warrant uh, a second iteration I is so. is quantic dream still owned by sony no they were always a uh, second party they like just did playstation oh, yeah. exclusives though <laughs> are they doing any weird shit god i hope not mm. yeah i don't know i wonder they if just they just uh, dropped the detroit uh soundtrack on vinyl God, fucking, what a yeah. nightmare. What a fucking nightmare of a game. It's like bright the a video lot, game. A lot, of, a lot of crunch time to get that uh, that vinyl out. Hey, dude. <laughs> but what do you think is going to be like the next thing that's going to kind of rule? Because I think we saw with like the PlayStation 3 and like early in the PlayStation 4 life cycle uh, that these generations, obviously, that FPSs fucking ruled everything. And then we, I think in more indie games kind of came into the forefront towards the end of this life cycle. What do you, do you think? What do you think next uh, generation? Because I feel like we're not seeing a whole lot of FPSs. We're not. We're seeing like a 
little bit of like indie games, but more like maybe more like platformers, like stuff like Jack and Daxter. And no, and shit I, like I, don't, that. I don't think so. If anything, I think Sony's going to double down on their realistic 3D action platform, like action games with just, light just RPG like God of War. Mechanics. Yeah, like that's <laughs> literally that's every game doing. that they've put out. And, and I think everyone's <laughs> going a little hard on that right now. Yeah, I feel like it's like everyone's doing the kind of third person heavy narrative rpg mechanics yeah realistic style like everybody's trying to copy that sony formula i mean thankfully like xbox is still putting out weird shit but there is a resurgence (laughs) of this like 3d platformer like character driven platformer like we got what ratchet and clank um the super mario all-stars 3d um those are and there's i feel like there's old games though i mean nintendo never stopped making 3d platformers yeah. yeah, new Crash Bandicoot game. Yeah, new Crash. Yeah, new Crash. Yeah. I'm just, I like honestly, there's... I'm just focusing on like what Sony's first party output looks like and whether they're going to mm-hmm. diversify their portfolio or if they're just going to kind of stick to the formula that clearly worked for them this generation. I think they'll stick to yeah. it. Maybe who, bring back who some does old the, classics. Um, the Shadow of the Colossus games. Uh, oh, that yeah, Ico? that was that... that was Team Team Eco. Uh, yeah, and then I mean Blue Point did the remake, but Team Eco they did the Last Guardian back in I think 2015. Yeah, and I think Team Eco is a part of Studio Japan. Yeah. Okay. I love. Yeah, so I what love are they Last Guardian. On? Like if they so, if they, whatever their new game is, I'll I'll buy it day one. So I don't know that he and I'm blanking on his name, uh, the dude who is like, the creator on all Fu- those games, Fumito uh, Ueda. Yeah. So he, I think, notoriously wasn't on good terms with Sony for quite a while. Came back and did Last Guardian. After that game was in development for like 15 years. Um, yeah. But I think Studio Japan is helping on Demon Souls because they helped on the original okay. Demon mm. Souls. Yeah, I could I could see that. And recently they've been helping and working on smaller stuff like they did Gravity Rush and like the sequel to that. Sick. I think they probably helped out on Bloodborne and all that kind of stuff. I would like to see more new new shit from sony yeah I think who did those um who did the resistance that was insomniac right yeah there's yeah. there's no way that's getting revived like you don't think so <laughs> no there's a chance i think the, the third like because every game sold less than the previous it was a fucking it was a disaster and third it's like good though was it was it had that cool cover yeah too. suck it robert blah 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 <laughs> Uh, so after Resident Evil, they went into Deathloop, which is an exclusive, <laughs> straight up, supposedly. Mm. No, it's kind of surprised. It's a timed exclusive. Haven't we seen that at other uh, conferences? Yeah, yeah. We've seen, I mean, well, it's a Bethesda game. We saw it at Bethesda, and then Sony's last time. Mm. I was kind of surprised. This you game does see... nothing for me. I don't know why. I feel I'm like everyone's so hyped for it. I could care less about this game. I think it looks pretty neat. I couldn't care less. Uh, yeah, it is going to come probably to Xbox. It is weird. We don't see third party exclusives. Oh, yeah. really well, it's funny. It's, we it's a timed exclusive on PS5 and it's also coming to PC. Yeah. So Microsoft's getting that money regardless. Yeah, I do own stock in Microsoft, so that's good for me, I guess. What is your point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you buy it on Steam, how does Microsoft get any money? It's their platform. Steam, baby. No, dude, Windows. 
Mm-hmm. You're using Windows. Microsoft's already made a profit off you. You think they're not sharing your data? God. God. Uh, Devil May Cry <laughs> Special Edition. Can we just move on? Like, does yeah. anyone want to talk about yeah. this? <laughs> I'm pretty bummed that we're seeing, like, a lot of the third already? parties are, like, kind of... It's just so funny because all of the Sony fanboys were like, this is what real next-gen is going to be. And then it's like, oh, by the way, everything here is cross-gen. Well, Final Fantasy... Who cares? Who cares if it's cross-gen? Yeah, nobody fucking cared. The point was that all these people were trying so hard you to say, care. like, oh, Who Sony are, is, like... Well, it's Sony is these- the winner because... All the shit is like real ass next gen. There's no way they could do it on the PS4. Like, is anyone saying like that? I'm just saying it's funny to watch them eat shit. That's all I'm saying. You're the biggest Sony pony I've ever seen, Robert. Yeah, I got, a, I got, a, I got a Sony tattoo. You know, I, I, honestly, there there is nothing here. Like, for a brief moment of of um, context and nuance to this conversation. Um, then we can go right back to shitting on each other. <laughs> but like, there is nothing here that I feel like would warrant me to... And I haven't... A, I've got a thing about uh, for the first line of consoles. I always feel like there is something wonky on it. And people would be like, well, I've had my launch, whatever, since... Whatever. But still, um, there's nothing here, really, that would warrant me to buy the next generation right off the bat. Like yep. there's nothing new really. Like there is the things that are the coolest to me are the remake of Demon Souls, uh, which I mean I already can get Dark Souls three, which is not obviously the same, but it's the same basic <laughs> idea. And you've got um like Miles Morales, which is just old Spider Man. You've got Call of Duty, which is Call of Duty, Resident Evil, which is Resident Evil. Like there's nothing really that you can get here that you can't get on the previous g- generation. And I think it's like when the graphical uh, like uh, quality reaches a certain point, it's like, what else can you give me? Like a new type of game. Yep. And there's like, I'm w- still waiting to kind of see that. Well, we're all saying they're still replicating what happened before. I really don't feel like the console um, sellers really come into play until like at least two to like five years into the actual cycle. Yeah, they need they yeah. need to reach a point where they're gonna get experimental. And that usually happens, I think, like Dan said, you know, two, three years in. Uh, but I mean, all of the games that we're talking about here are either coming to PS4 or Xbox or PC, like with the exception of Demon's Souls, I think is the only one on this list. Yeah, which is and the God only reason I bought a PS5. Yeah. And like, I'm kind of in the same boat as Dan. Like, I was excited to buy a PS4 probably because I could just... I don't know. Because of Killzone Shadowfall. I, feel yeah, like. I couldn't wait to play Killzone and fucking Knack on day one. Uh, oh, Killzone. Wow, yeah. But I didn't own a, like, you know, when I bought a PS4, I didn't own a PC. Like, yeah. so it was my only option to play these third-party games. Um, but now that some of these are cross-gen and I think all of us own a PC, it's like, I think it's a little bit of a harder sell. Like, I, I have no desire to pre-order a PS5 right now. For the time being. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's kind of, I think that's what kind of where we're at. Cause I think we all kind of play our third party stuff on PC and, you know, Robbie, you're getting a PS five for demon souls mm-hmm. and you know, Josh, you haven't, you know, you haven't played like Spider-Man or any of these like PS4 exclusives that you'll be able to get for free with the PlayStation plus collection. 
So, you know, it's, it's kind of an incentive to hop in to play those incentives or to play those exclusives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the reason why I'm getting one is because I, my PC is new to me. Mm-hmm. So now I don't need an Xbox anymore because of all their first party stuff going to PC. So the PS5 launch is a perfect timing for me. Yeah. yeah. Cause I get to play all these, you know, PlayStation four games and then I'll be ready for when the you know, the next gen stuff actually starts coming out. Yeah, that's almost what it, it has done for, for me is less of like give me new access to all this n- new cool shit I can play. It's really just made my PS4 kind of obsolete. And I'm like, well, I could just get everything I have on this for the new system. It'll be more badass, which is kind of how like the PCs are like, but you can't. There's so much like crossover for like PCs that I won't lose my games mm-hmm in any like sense of I'll just get a stronger PC that can run it at higher frame rates or what what have you but for the PS4 I mean there's something that we haven't really talked about is that the the different prices um and how one has a 4K Blu-ray player and one is all digital which I think is a interesting um play for people maybe like me who's like a uh, a movie person I'm like, oh shit, 4K Blu-rays can play this like for under $100. Like that's that's pretty dope. Like g- getting that. I think when I do get one, I'm going to get a, the disc version because I want to do that. And I think that's one feature that does is the Xbox Series X is does that have a 4K Blu-ray yeah. player? Yeah, so that's one thing that they both kind of have, but I still think I guess like the PS5 still has the prospect of first party games, which Microsoft just doesn't have since I have a PC. Like I have Game Pass on my PC. I've got, you know, I can get anything that's going to be on Xbox on my PC. So it doesn't make sense for me to get an Xbox One X when I could get a PS5 that can play a bunch of first party games. Plus it's a 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing for me is like uh, the reason I'm also like pre-ordering the, the Series X is the um just the idea of being able to play those first party games i'm like a more interested in the first party lineup that microsoft has kind of teased i know we haven't seen a whole lot of gameplay of it yet but i do appreciate that they're being a lot more experimental and i think that their developer uh, acquisitions over the past two years have been a lot more diverse than what sony's been putting out um and who knows if they'll be good like mm-hmm. i don't know whatever wild is gonna be like <laughs> What's 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 your most anticipated, Rob? Like, well, I mean, Halo. Like, like Halo. For, I'm, I'm oh, hyped as shit for Halo Infinite. So um, okay. And I think it was it was good for them to delay it. But I'm also like, I like being able to play games on my couch when I want to, and then being able to come in to my room and pick up where I left off on my PC. And then once I get the fucking Pixel Five, being able to play that on my phone as well. Like to me, that that fair. that yeah. prospect is super fucking cool. And the fact that it's all saved on PC and it's also like getting into the price of games that are going to be coming out. That's fucking like it's $70 for a game now and like 90 in Europe or whatever. I don't know how those price differences work, but I know it's more expensive for the European uh, gamers out there. They also make more money than us. Yeah, but it's still like a lot <laughs> of money for a fucking game. Like you can buy, you yeah. could buy four games and get a PS5 digital. And that seems like kind of bullshit, especially when Sony's competitors are offering these third party services like Game Pass, where you can get, you know, Madden or Call of Duty or whatever on Game Pass for free. And so I'm just like, 
okay, I'm just going to get Game Pass for 15 bucks a month because I'm going to do the all access thing. I'm going to pay I paid 500 bucks for my PS5. I'm going to do the all access thing for the Series X. So I'm only paying like 30 bucks a month, which also includes Game Pass. So I can cancel my current subscription and I get this crazy library of games across multiple generations. So I'm like, Robert, yeah, of can course we go back I'm going to play about that how you on said... my TV, on my PC and on my phone. Can we go back and talk about how you said that you really want Xbox to do uh, innovative things? And then you mentioned Halo Infinite is your most anticipated game. Yeah, it has a grappling hook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love love Monster Hunter 2. What's your point? Did God of War have a grappling hook? I don't think so. Yeah, no, hold on. uh, But I think Rob actually uh, accidentally stumbled on to a very interesting uh, subject to talk about (laughs) that this new generation one of the big things is how we're being delivered these games. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the disc drive being taken out of like the cheapest version of these consoles. And we're seeing these subscription-based services that were kind of teased out in the last generation, but weren't fully baked with the exception of, at the very end, uh, Game Pass, which I think is still like a really great deal to have. Yeah. It's But it's, it's also one of those things where you pay five bucks a month and you kind of forget about it. Like I haven't paid uh, or I haven't played that many games off of Game Pass but I definitely still subscribe to it so I can just pick up whatever is on there and I can play the, you know, master chief collection. I can play whatever is kind of on there. Um, but it's about getting these things to be just recurring payments. Yep. Like it's a next level of a microtransaction, uh, and not in, in, a, in a bad way, but it's like, Hey, instead of like continually paying for all these games, just sign up for a service. It's Gamefly, but uh, for the next generation in the same way that Netflix, like the streaming really took us to the next level. And so games are really catching up to the movie distribution side of it, where you can get things, you know, just downloadable. You can get, um, the disc version, you can get it streaming, you can get like a subscription service, which I think is really cool. But I wonder, Rob, we've talked about this on our podcast that will this new subscription level of distribution lead to, more half-baked games and less I, I think the ideal version of this is that you can make a game that'll be like 20 bucks or 70 bucks like you can invest how much however much effort that your idea calls for but another part is will these games just have less oversight and be like yeah it's one on game pass and that's just baked into yep. like the price we're just paying these guys to kind of phone yeah it i think yeah. that and it really boils down to like what xbox's quality control ends up looking like but i do think that yeah. as it stands there is a great opportunity for Xbox to revive the AA market that just doesn't exist uh, on, honestly, either like PC or PS4, PS5, because this is a much cheaper way and Xbox is willing to foot the bill for these mid-budget games that we saw a shit ton of at their conference um, uh, like a month ago. But I think, so I think a couple points. One is I think Sony and, and Microsoft are playing two completely different games, obviously. Microsoft wants you to sub checkers and chess and Sony's going all in on the traditional buy our games outright type of model. Like they already came out, which is what they tried to do for the last generation. And Xbox got shit on for trying to be like the multimedia center, which was actually in hindsight, a great idea that everyone was too early. (laughs) I think. Yeah. Yeah. They were before their time. But I think the, you know, and I think if they're going to focus on making like double a games for game pass, it's like their quality control has to be, High, because I feel like that's what Netflix probably said, right? Like we can make great movies in the mid tier, mm-hmm. and then now it's just full of garbage. 
Uh, yeah, now it's all mid to low tier yeah. instead of being a lot of mid to high tier. And yeah. I think a, a really what's going to be interesting, especially about Game Pass, is like how long are they willing to foot the bill? Because there's no way they're making money on it right now. They got to be losing money. Like they're paying for EA to put their games oh. on there. They're paying all of these people to put their games on their day and date that aren't first party. Yeah. The price just went up from $5 to $10. I can't imagine numbers are huge on it right now. And games are only getting more and more expensive to make. So it's I mean, they, they already announced like just in the beta phase, they had over 10 million subscribers. But like 10 million subscribers mm-hmm. paying $5. Versus uh, that's like, only on PC. But like, you know, people. I mean, you the increase last- that you increase that to fifteen dollars, like fifteen dollars times ten million, like that increases exponentially over five dollars for ten million subscribers. Call of Duty will sell twelve million copies in a year at sixty dollars. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's the question of, of economics: is that how many AAA games, like full price sixty to seventy dollar games, will the average gamer, the average? Not people who are enthusiasts, not people who are like dedicated to it. Your average guy who plays like Call of Duty or Fortnite or Warzone, like there's some way more free to play games. How many AAA games is that person buying? One to two? Yeah. Three to four? I think it's probably like two to three max. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, that's so, the play that Xbox is making with the Series S, like a $300 console with essentially like a game subscription service where you're paying 15 bucks a month and you get all of the titles that you actually want to play. I think but that's, I don't think you're actually less powerful than the one X. But the, yeah, well, these aside, people, if you're think, if you're focused on like a like e- an economic console, you're probably not getting uh, 4K TV anyway. So I think it's a smart move. Why would you just move. buy a one X? Uh, because they're not making the one X anymore. GameStop, baby. But I think like those games that those people want to play are not going to be on Game Pass. Madden, like the new Madden and the new Call of Duty are not going to be on Game Pass. Oh, we're going to be on like, game. Right. Pass but the lifestyle, the, the lifetime of games is kind of almost increased where like, I mean, quite a few people on this podcast played Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Uh, which I believe, yeah, would would be uh, a contender for being on, on Game Pass. Like these games that are basically games that are old that people are still playing. Mm-hmm. And so if you mix that with like free to play, someone's like, I play Fortnite and like Call of Duty Modern Warfare and like, yeah, both those like Fortnite's free and Modern Warfare not on Game Pass, but like a, a game of that like age would be on Game Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, especially when it comes so to many, free to there's so many things to when it comes play. to free to play games like Fortnite, like I think like the Series S is going to be the Fortnite machine because when all these kids at Christmas are asking like, I want the new game console to play like the next gen Fortnite or whatever, like parents are going to go for the three hundred dollar console. Can you talk to people on cross-platform play now? Yeah. You can. You can. So, like, if I play Fortnite yeah. on Xbox and Dan's playing on PlayStation, we could talk? Okay. Yeah. You could... All, all four or five different uh, ways you can play Fortnite can all talk with each cool. other. Finally. Yeah. The future's now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like, I think Game Pass is, like, this incredible deal right now. It is, like, just interesting. Like, where does it go? And like, what is their like long term plans for it? Right. Like, yeah. Do I want a Game Pass machine? Mm -hmm. Well, I think like if their plan is to Game Pass across platform, it's like how does Steam start to compete with Game Pass? Like, I think that's going to be a question soon, too. 
Yeah, that's a that's good. I think honestly, uh, Rob, the the series at the series S this is the cheaper one, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know why I'm just uh, like addressing you like you're the spokesperson, <laughs> uh, but I think it would need to be even cheaper than it is now to be the viable like Game Pass because I think if you're like, yeah, it's three hundred dollars and it's like cheaper and it's digital only, or you could be like, I get the same. Thing, more like more powerful can do everything that the mainline console can plus more like first party uh, games and it's playstation like people are already on ps4 i think for people to make the switch and to uh invest then the series s as a game pass machine needs to be significantly like cheaper where it's like oh if i'm just trying to play video games casually i'm getting this if i'm already investing 300 dollars it's pretty easy to go up to 400, pretty easy to go up to 500. Like that's already such a steep price to pay for video games. I don't know if you guys feel the same no, way. Yeah. That's just kind of my like, you know, if you're spending $300 on something that's supposed to last you for 10 years, I think the difference between 300 and 400 is not that big. And even 400 to 500, like, yeah. Do, do we know how much storage is in the digital PlayStation? It's like 856 gigs. Yeah, because I think one thing that people are forgetting is that the the Series S only comes with what five hundred. Yeah, it comes with five hundred twelve gigs of yeah. storage, but it also has expandable storage, which the PS Five doesn't. Which I find Do we, but how much is that? yeah how, how how much is the expandable storage? Uh, it's one it's, terabyte. It's the the little slots, yeah, right? It's a, it's a terabyte. Do Do you know how much it costs? Uh, it's like ninety bucks, I think, for the memory card. So I mean, are there going to be people that get the Series S and don't get that? Because how many games could you hold with 500 like games storage? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so does the PlayStation PS5 really doesn't have upgradable hard drives? The, mm-hmm. the, the PlayStation 5 has external storage USB HDD support. Oh, I play on, oh, I play on a USB gamer. hard drive. Oh, yeah, God. you're we a all piece know of how shit. That yeah, yeah, that's my point. <laughs> um, I do One thing like on the <laughs> price of these digital only consoles, I do think that Sony and Microsoft could have made them cheaper considering they make like 50 to 60% more on digital copies versus their physical copies. Like they're going to, they should be taking huge losses on these digital ones, I think to get people in and then they're stuck. They have no other way to buy games except through them. Yeah. And they're making shit tons of money back on it. Easy. So like even to me, the, the discless version at 299 and a 399 is a little much, I think. Yeah, I think three ninety nine for the discless PS five is is a fucking scam. Two ninety nine, if like they were both two ninety nine, makes sense. But at least the PS five, but it's more is, powerful than yeah. the, the Series S. Yeah, but the, the Series yeah. X is more powerful than the PS five, and they're the same price, so it balances out. Yeah, but it has no. I think I think the distinction. No, the distinction here is that just because something is like more powerful doesn't mean things will end up being better in in the end right like you could have you there's software that runs on powerful computers it doesn't matter how powerful the computer is if the software is written poorly that it's just not gonna hey, work i'm out just saying like well. based on historical data we look at the ps like the xbox one versus the ps4 this is not based on sony exclusives yet because sony didn't have like their exclusive lineup when both of those consoles launched but the ps4 mm-hmm outsold the three like the uh, xbox one like two to one because it was a hundred dollar difference yeah but also yeah, they yeah. fucked like it up big time they blundered it, it like right but they weren't selling like a a less i think the 
who maybe what's get what would get lost in the, in the traffic is that people wouldn't realize that the Series S is not only like cheaper and and discless, but it's also less powerful. Like it's the it won't be able to run the same. It won't be able to look as well, good. Yeah, as I don't the think pe- the people that X they're going to be marketing to don't care what the numbers actually look like. They're going to care about like, oh, it's next. It's the new console for three hundred dollars. Yeah. Which is yeah, why, no, I, I, I mean, that, I'm I just saying you, you, you why, why I think the Series S is going to be like a pretty massive hit uh, this year, especially like, you know, for the holidays. You know, because that's like, that's the price point of the Switch. And the Switch is like, it's, so it's, a, crazy low, Switch. it's a crazy low barrier of entry. But I don't think it's that low. I think that's that's the thing is that like $300 it's lower than the alternative. You say it's like. It, it is lower than the alternatives, but I think when you reach a certain point of I don't think mom and dad are going to be looking at why the PS. I don't think mom and dad are the better. primary targets for for this console, unless you mean mom and dad buying it for themselves. No, yeah, for like their, kid. really well, their kids. Well, their kids definitely aren't going to be buying it for themselves, unless you, I don't know how much of an allowance Josh your parents gave you. But no, but I'm saying that adults are going to be buying it for themselves at a greater rate than parents will be buying it for their kids. Yeah, I think adults will be buying the Series X for themselves. I Josh also- bought a PS5. Facts. <laughs> Suck it, Robert. Xbox sucks. <laughs> Man, you just, uh, you just want, to, you want to fight so bad. I'm not even trying to fight here. I don't I know do, why you want I to do fight, want to so, fight bad. so bad. Yeah, so the rest of the PlayStation conference, we had Fortnite. We had the PS Plus collection. You had Five Nights Demons. at Freddy's exclusive Security. to PlayStation. That's pretty that, cool. That's I huge, guess. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's something. Uh, that trailer looks so cool until I realized it was. Yeah, Five I was Nights like, "What Freddy's. the fuck is this?" <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's gonna add here. Yeah. Um, and I thought pretty safe bet closing with God of War. Everybody loves God of War right now. No gameplay at all. Just the not, logo. E- not even a CG trailer. Uh, I they really want the Elder Scrolls Six route. I don't think that game's that far yeah. off, right? They said next year. They said twenty. Yeah, they said at some point in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get it's gonna get delayed. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, they, just, they, they said twenty twenty one to boost the pre order numbers. Like, <laughs> but I mean, what did God of War came out? What 2017, 2018? 28, 2018, I think that was the same year Spider Man. I think that that was like Sony's golden year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Overall, for me, not pre ordering a PS five. Not pre-ordering an Xbox. I don't know. Pre-ordering what I'm doing an now. Oculus Quest Two. Not pre-ordering an Oculus <laughs> Quest Two. Wow. I want one so bad. I'll probably just get a new graphics card. I guess. That's not going <laughs> to help you with VR. Yeah, I. I really don't know what. I mean, if I were Sony, I would be trying to jump on like a Star Wars exclusive or they don't, like they trying don't to land some kind of. Right. Who knows? I mean, if. EA has obviously been... They're in bed with Xbox I mean, now. it's hard to say... Sh- EA me? plays on Xbox Game Pass. They are, yeah, yeah. They're in bed with Xbox. No, yeah. They're 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 uh, beholden to the almighty dollar. Because uh, I bet it's not just like, oh, Xbox is great to work with. It's like, oh, Xbox is paying us money to make... Well, like, obviously, I don't think nobody, no, would, would nobody really in this industry that- works with other people because they like working with them. Like, of course, everybody's doing it because... like. We've re- right, capitalism yeah. rules all. But right, what I'm saying is that it's not going to be like Xbox throwing a shit ton of money to get an exclusive. It's like they're getting their games as a part of like a big like 
spending. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's, so, it's like Netflix getting the office. And about to lose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Peacock. Although I think I do find it funny because this is kind of the, re- the reverse uh, linear event where EA started their own subscription service. Nobody fucking subscribed to it. And they're like, all right, well, Xbox has a good one. Let's just let's get in bed with Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. And it will be interesting to see who does go to Game Pass, who stays separate, who who's going to try and do their own. I know Ubisoft has their own subservice. I bet you I bet you they go how long that lasts. Uh, do you think the average person even really gets what Game Pass is? I'm just like, I feel like I've never I mean, heard like 10 million anyone people talk are about having it to it. So I kind of I figure like on PC. Yeah, these like I think for PC gamers, I can't imagine like too many PC gamers not getting out and, and buying it since it's such like an easy deal. But for console gamers who I think are less savvy than PC gamers who stay more up to date with, I assume because the barrier for entry for PC gaming is a lot higher than for console gaming uh, in terms of everything uh, like cost, the amount of effort, it's et cetera, that I wonder how much this messaging is being trickled down to Xbox users through their own, uh distribution systems like their you know their home page and stuff like that and how much is actually being distributed down to people who might think the gaming is too expensive for them but they like it mm-hmm. so, so i think that's the primary pitch to it right? so i'm i'm staying at my friend's house and taking care of their dog and he has an xbox one and i would say that he is more like more than a casual gamer but not like on the level of us right Mm-hmm. And, you know, he I was like looking at his he has a bunch of games downloaded on Game Pass and he, you know, has the ultimate edition of uh, whatever the Game Pass is. So I don't know. I mean, I think it is still kind of alluring that people can pay $15 a month and get like unlimited games or whatever. Yeah, I think, I think so. They've communicated no, still a great deal, very yeah. well. Like my my brother plays NBA 2K20 and Heroes of the Storm. Like those are the only two games he plays, and he's got Game Pass. But you're his brother. Yeah, I didn't yeah. tell him about he it. He knows you. That's like all of the people that we know. Yeah, but you're it really into video games, and it's like did you know you can also play these my, my, my point was is that here's yeah. a lot of people play video all, games though. So like no, even that even yeah. this is still kind of I think proving our poem where like <laughs> someone like me is still a catalyst for someone subscribing to Game Pass. But I do think like yeah, I feel like in our everyone we know that is into games knows about Game Pass. But when I talk and like mm-hmm. this is not a knock because I think that Xbox is doing really well. I just don't think that the general person knows about it. I think that a shit ton of people bought a PlayStation Four. And know that it has good games because Sony spent the entire generation beating them over the head that they have the best first party games. So like when now that these new consoles are coming out, I feel like people I know that tangentially follow video games are like, oh, Xbox has a great deal, but they have no games. So I'm just going to buy a PS5. Well, I think they're trying to fix that. Um, Didn't they just recently make it so that you can't get Xbox Live without Game Pass? Yeah, or they just b- bundle it all together, that, right? That's the biggest yeah. hindrance of the consoles so right I think now. That's gonna is you got to pay for their dumbass online services, yep. and they're shittier than they are on PC. <laughs> Way shittier. 
Yeah, it's insane. Like, I, I still don't understand how that is functioning. It must be just a way, like, honestly, it's like Game Pass before Game Pass. But they're like, yeah, you got to you gotta pay for online. You got to pay us to get online. Yeah. Lizard Squad, That's baby. <laughs> but yeah, that is the thing is that I think that is the... And I don't think that it's right. Like, I think that's the thing you have to, like, when I'm talking to people, it's like, oh, well, Microsoft just bought, like, fucking 10 studios, and Game Pass is an insane deal. Like, it honestly, like, they're trying to fix it. I just don't know that everyone knows about it yet. So, like, Sony did a good job branding themselves as the console with the fucking games. You know, like, with the first-party games. Yeah, and Xbox is doing the a similar thing they did last year, uh is building stuff as more of like an entertainment service. It'd be like, we're getting, here's all your shit here, but they're focusing more on the games, mm-hmm. less on the cable, plug-in, and all the other like bullshit that people didn't care about. Like, no, all right, we're like still a service, but we're a game like service now. I'm just interested to see how it will work, because right now I can't see too many people switching over to the Xbox just because you can get the full tier PlayStation $100 cheaper than the Xbox Series X. Even though you can get a cheaper Xbox, you can't get the full next gen package. Mm-hmm. I just uh, want to know how many people have 4K TVs. How many people on this on this uh, podcast have 4K TVs? I have a 4K TV. You know that I the do. reason yeah, they didn't fun. make the Wii HD was because they said how many people have 1080p TVs? Why didn't they make this? Yeah, why didn't they make the, this? And it's a best-selling console. Yeah, why, didn't they make, why didn't they make the Switch 4K? I do think that Xbox yeah. playing the long game here. I think that in the long run, they're planting seeds that they're gonna fucking, you know, go and, uh, and reap those crops in like five, ten years. That Sony isn't. And I'm sure. And I'm sure in like two or three years they'll come out. Here's the Xbox Series S2 or whatever. Oh look, it's just as good as the Series X. Yeah, the X Mini. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sure like they'll do something cube. like that. Or, yeah, um, I really so, wanted uh, the Series you know. S to look like a game. The cube. Xbox Cube. I just, I just all X I wanted cube. was a shorter Series X. I didn't want a thinner Series X. Just give me a shorter Series X. A shorter. <laughs> with, with the handle. Yeah, exactly. Give us. Oh, with the handle. Shit. God. Yeah, I forgot about the handle. I think, um, honestly, the thing, the biggest missed opportunity for both of these consoles was the ability to change the components in some way. Um, or to be able to like, I, I, I think they're getting closer to the idea of like, oh, we've got two different versions of this, but I'm like, yeah, let me swap out the hard drives. Let me swap out like the, like the, the Ram. Let, let me like not swap Dan, out, but let me upgrade it without buying a new thing. You yeah, have, exactly. You These things one. are just piece. Yeah, I know, but I, I have one. But I'm saying like the the reason that I'm hesitant to go right off and buy one of these things is that I know that they'll probably come out with like a slim version in like three years, something like that. And maybe by then they'll have some like decent exclusives. But right now, neither system really convinced yeah. me to get a. a and that's, this this is every launch. Like this is literally every, every console launch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's we're all where's Ridge Racer. <laughs> Ridge Racer. Yeah. Where's if I, if this game had dude, Ridge, where's Blinks? Yeah. Isn't there a great? Isn't there a Gran Turismo game? Yeah. Coming out for PS5 at some point. You only get one of those a decade. So. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, like, Forza Force is gonna be on Game Pass though. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. sure. 
Uh, yeah. Any closing thoughts here before we uh, we wrap it up? Anyone want to have a, you know say their piece about the PS5 before we head out? It's hard to give a shit about the next generation when we don't have a new Elder Scrolls, a new Fallout, uh, like any really new next gen games. GTA Six, like where they ah, where's where's your pitch, game studios? The consoles are obviously cashed out. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting launch. I think I think PS Plus collection is better than Xbox Game Pass. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Hell you yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. fucking, bah, 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 bah. That's hilarious. First already episode, he's going for the hot just, takes. Yeah. yeah, we had this Josh, what are you going to play first on your PlayStation the Plus collection? Twitter, uh, the, the, thread already that the, the chip in Rob's brain is like heating to burn a hole in his head. <laughs> Josh, what game are you going to play first on the PlayStation Plus collection, do you think? I think The Last of Us Remastered. Ooh, never played Last of Us? Yeah, good luck. No. Oh, stop. Just stop, <laughs> Robbie. We can talk about why it's not good, but... <laughs> what would be your recommendation for, uh, first for the PS Plus collection? Bloodborne. Yeah. Bloodborne. Persona, would, Persona 5 is, that. I think, another game of the generation. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter um, World. If you're, yeah. But for PlayStation, though... Yeah, plenty of people uh, played Uncharted it. It was bad on PlayStation. We all tried it. It was bad. That's because we're all elites. That's true. Yeah, I, just, I, I needed that 60 uh, frames. Yeah, I mean, Last of Us is good. Of course, Spider-Man. But if you're going to get the Ultimate Collection played there. Um, I think. I guess the Spider-Man's not coming to the the collection because they're doing the remastered, right? I think you. Oh, I yeah. Don't know that's. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about that. What a fucking meme. That is a little yeah. That's, that's something. Bullshit. Yeah. So I don't. I'm trying to pull up. Is that on the? Because you can play the standard yeah. PS Pro version on PS5, but it's a big fucking lame-o decision to charge for the upgraded version, especially when you have third parties that are like, "No, nah, it's free." Yeah. It's you know the most annoying thing to me about that is like you know whatever companies can do what they want. What annoys me about that shit is when people on Twitter. Who were getting upset at a company like Control uh, or a company like Remedy, who's way smaller than Sony, doing it's the same thing. Five games doing it though. Still way smaller than Sony doing that thing with Control, being like, "Oh yeah, you have to pay for the next gen upgrade." But as soon as Sony puts out like, "Oh, you got to pay for the Spider-Man next gen upgrade," everybody's like, "Well, they didn't fucking say it was free, so of course you have to pay for it." <laughs> They're like, "You just fucking hate Sony, man. Stop being such a Microsoft chill." Sometimes I think that you uh, put us in place of those people on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I just see everybody defends Sony yeah. so much. Robert's uh, the biggest Sony so pony we know. Defends Sony Give so him much. A break. It's just annoying, you know? I just got to air it out. Air it out the only channel I have. Mm-hmm. I understand. Let's all, de- let's all delete Twitter. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll all be healthier. That's, that's, a, that's that the is, real That's, that's the right here. thing we should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can all... Uh, I got nothing. I can't even remember the name of the stupid fucking conservative spinoff Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Take us home, Andy, please, for the love of God. Monster Hunter yeah, Rise looks yeah. fucking rad. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, that's been your show. Thanks for listening to Gone Gold. You can follow the show at Awkpaws on Twitter. I've been your host. You can follow me at Street Sweeper. You can follow Sam at uh, Catch me on Etsy. Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Wood Goods.
Robert. Follow me on Twitter at Robert Jr. Jr. You can follow Elmer Guardado at Elmer is not mad. Does. Cassidy at oh. Sergeant Cass. Josh, where can I find you? Uh, Twitter at Josh YDG. And Dan, where can they find you? You can find me uh, one as as one of the hosts of Viewing Angles at Viewing Angles. Uh, listen to us on Spotify and at the Dan Leo Show on Twitter. Until next time. You can time. only do one thing. I'm, I'm going to erase one. We're going to have to edit that out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one pimp per guest. I will have to charge you for that reach. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Do you take that low for 25 cents? <laughs> what, do you char- what do you charge on three reach? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay golden.